0: Informed opinions are oftentimes presented here. You're locked in with the Killer Bees on 97.5 and 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Joel Blank and Jeremy Brennan.
1: Killer Bees, ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5 713-780-ESPN 713-780-3776 uh, D'Amico Ryan's Head coach of the Houston Texans. He's getting annoyed with the quarterback question. So annoyed that the Houston Texans on their own social media account posted D'Amico Ryan's answering a question about the whole C.J. Stroud, Davis Mills, and QB1. We'll see. In in Baltimore, I promise you we'll have a quarterback out there. There you go. D'Amico Ryan's getting a little sarcastic with the media because it was repeated. repeated. Uh, Who's your quarterback? What do you need to see? What's C.J. Stroud look like? What is Davis Mills doing? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Look, C.J. Stroud is the franchise quarterback. Like, you drafted him at number two. Davis Mills has been for a third-round quarterback, okay, I guess, but he's a career backup in the NFL. You're not going to win a ton of games with Davis Mills. You see what Davis Mills looks like as a starting quarterback in the NFL. C.J. Stroud, when you draft somebody number two, he is the franchise quarterback. Let's not be so impatient. where name C.J. Stroud, the starter now. It's not impacting his development at all for, for, the, for starters. Secondly, I think it's good for his development. Why? Because in 7-on-7, seven on 11-on-11, seven, 11 on 11, you know they're easing him in. They're easing him into being a starting quarterback in the NFL, as opposed to day one where he's lining up against uh, Derek Stingley Jr., Jalen Petrie, Jimmy Ward, Will Anderson, Christian Harris. He didn't have to see them on you know the team periods instead of the seven on a sevens and the 11 on 11s. You know what he's seeing? He's seeing a bunch of backups. Do that for a week or two. Then, once you're ready and you grasp the offense and you're, he's looking good, then promote him up where he's going up against the number ones every single snap. In team periods and in live play, I think
0: they're doing right by the kid. I do too. I think that every situation is different, every coach is different. But I think that the same way we say some coaches know that players can't handle tough love and need to be coddled, and others they know that they can go at and push and kind of push the buttons and try and drive them a different way. Every situation is different, and, and you know Carolina decided to come right out from uh, from the jump and say that you know Bryce Young's going to be our starter. He's our number one but other guys look at it differently. And maybe it's to your point to do something like that. Maybe it's just to make sure the kid doesn't think everything's going to be handed to him and he's got to work a little bit harder and put in all the effort and understand what it takes to be a number one. But regardless, it really doesn't matter at the end of the day until we get to game one of the, of the regular season. And I think that when all sorts itself out between now and then you're going to find that the no brainer is it's always going to be CJ Stroud. It was always going to be CJ Stroud. It's just, D'Amico and everybody else is different, and they're going to do it the way they want to do it. The only argument that
1: I've heard, that I think is a decent argument, I don't necessarily agree with it, but I, I respect it and I understand it, is you know do the do what Carolina did with Bryce Young. That way he's getting a, a bigger percentage of the snaps. I think C.J. Stroud is already getting I a huge right. percentage of the snaps. Now, is he going up against the ones whenever they do the team periods? No, no. But he's getting more snaps than Davis Mills when they're doing the walkthroughs, when they're going up against air, when they're doing the things that is going to get him acclimated to life in the NFL. One of the things that, look, I, I'm not worried about C.J. Stroud like, being overwhelmed. Like I think if you just throw him to the wolves, he's going to figure out he's going to be just fine. But if you have the luxury of easing him in, this isn't a win 11 games in your rookie right. year type of thing. The, the long-term play with C.J. Stroud is how the Texans need to be looking at him. You, you have him for four years, fifth-year option. You have the ability to franchise tag him two years after that without ever giving him a contract. you playing the long game with C.J. Stroud. If you have the luxury to ease him into life in the NFL, you ease him into life in the NFL. My
0: point, too, with everybody being different, is like when Kyler Murray came into the league, everything was about him, and everything was, you know, I could play baseball, and he had outs. And then, you know, he wanted everybody to just from the get-go coddle him and kiss his butt and make him the number one and then do everything that he wanted you know, and demanded that they do where everybody's different. You, if you take a guy that's got a massive ego and a big, you know, and try to play the leverage game or the power game and, and think that he's all that in a bag of chips, you might want to slow him down a little bit. You want, might want to say, Hey, that's fine. And Danny, and that's the way you were in college. And that's what you have coming in, in this system, in my, in my locker room and the way I'm doing things, you got to earn everything and Belichick type guys and hard ass type coaches they They have more propensity to do those kind of things. I don't think CJ Stroud's that kind of guy. But I also think that D'Amico, in his first year as head coach, is probably trying to let everybody know, hey, everything is earned on my team and on my depth chart. And so if everything goes as planned and you play the way we think you're capable of playing, you'll get there. It's just not going to be right away.
1: Also, what's more important for the for the Houston Texans long-term, more important for C.J. Stroud? Is it winning one more game in 2023 or is it the long-term benefit and development of CJ Stroud? It's like obviously if, the latter. Like if I told you instead of winning six games in 2023, you can win seven games by CJ Stroud being your you know clear-cut number one from the from the moment that you step on the field at training camp yesterday. But because we don't ease him in, we're going to lower his ceiling by just a slight bit. I'm more concerned about
0: the long term than I am the short term. Sure, and everybody should be. I mean, again this whole timetable was kind of sped up and changed by the trade. But other than that, this team can make progress and stay on the timeline and stick with the outline that they' basically kind of built for themselves uh, and do everything the right way and not yet get and not win the kind of games that that now the fans and everybody are expecting them to win. The trade kind of changed things a little bit. so now people have their eye on wins a lot more than maybe they should be uh-huh. but at the same time, You don't want to stunt the development of a C.J. Stroud because he's your long-term answer, and he's got to answer that bell every single year, every single game once he gets that number one job, and you got to do right by him by putting the right pieces around him. You don't need to freaking fast-track him right now. There's no need for it.
1: Yeah, I think he would be fine if you did. But yeah. at the same time, like why why overwhelm him? Like what's what's the point of overwhelming him? I don't think at all. I don't think it is cutting into his development whatsoever. I think this is actually beneficial for his development, so he can kind of take his time, ease into the league. Versus, you know, you're you're into the wolves right now. You're gonna be going up against our best defensive players every single team period. And then what you brought up too with like the timeline, speeding up the uh like the timeline sped up because of the trade. Right. I agree with that from everybody outside. I agree with that from you and me. I agree with that from the fans looking in on the Texans. Even though the Texans traded their first-round pick next year in 2024, I still believe the Texans are more worried about the long-term development of their young players than the immediacy of winning football games right now.
0: See, the only person that, that really that really should be concerned about that, because I I agree that that's the way they should still be thinking about this. I think that they are. But Nick Casario is the one guy where he is going to be affected negatively if they do. Because if they do and then they don't still, at the, as kind of like a, an offshoot of that, a positive, they don't get more wins, he's going to be negatively looked upon and the finger pointed at him because you may have given up too much and a big piece of that development in the process of trying to speed it up. I would agree
1: mostly with that, with the exception of if you win four games and C.J. Stroud looks like the truth, does not matter. If you win four games and C.J. Stroud looks like he's a potential MVP and a Super Bowl-winning quarterback— it doesn't matter.
0: No, but you know the court of public opinion. It's going to be brought up over and over again. That I don't know. you could have had Marvin Marvin Harrison right. Jr. But if Stroud, Stroud looks like had, sure, but if Stroud looks like a you know Super Bowl winning quarterback,
1: and Will Anderson looks like one of the top ten defensive ends in all of the NFL. I don't think it matters if you have the third pick or would
0: have had the third pick. I think you're still going to get people that said, with as good as he has been offensively and all the things he has done, can you imagine if you put him with Marvin Harrison Jr. on the Absolutely. outside, Absolutely. especially with what this receiver room looks but like? But if
1: Will Anderson and Shroud are the truth, it's much easier to swallow.
0: See, that's the other thing for me that's hard to... I, I, I'm Look, I expect that, that I'm going to see that out of one of those two guys. But to expect that both of those guys are going to show that kind of progress and be those kind of dudes... Do you need both? Of them? I'm a little because concerned about that. What if, if Will Anderson? You need both. Is in his first year. If Will Anderson's win, wins defensive rookie of the year, and C.J. Stroud looks solid, like you see, it could be there.